This is just such a simple plan. God speaks to us at some point, and we hear him and believe what he said, and he causes us to have a new heart and a new spirit so that we can follow him. We can't follow him with our own will and our own fleshly thinking. We have to be born again. And we are born again by God speaking to us and causing us to be completely changed, giving us a transplant as if we have his heart. And from then on, living in us is that Holy Spirit of God. People go to many different kinds of churches. Usually, they go there because that's where their parents take them. Pam Paget was raised Catholic, and she always thought it was spooky. And she thought that just as soon as she grew up and got old enough and left her parents' house and was on her own, she would live just any way she wanted to. Well, it didn't work exactly that way. What God did was this. When she was in senior high school, a boy that she went to school with was killed on a motorcycle. And that was the first time Pam ever realized she could die. So she turned to God. She was just terribly afraid. She didn't know to whom you were supposed to pray. So she said, well, I don't know which one of you I'm supposed to pray to. I know there is the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to pray and will you please see that the right one gets this? <laughs> I just think that's so charming and so honest. Honesty before God is so effective. Most people put on some kind of religious air, but just praying from your heart how you really feel is the thing that does the job. She said, please, if there's any way to save me, save me. Only God can save me. Now, how did she know that? Well, God put it in her heart to know that. So we think it's our thought, our idea. But it is God putting in our heart that concept. No church can save you. Only God can save you. So she said, please, if there's any way to save me, save me. After this, she knew there was something of God in her. But she didn't know what that was. And for years she didn't know what it was. But she knew there was something of God 
in her. And one day she was reading the Bible and she read 1 Corinthians 3, 16. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? Years ago, I went to a luncheon, and it was downtown across the street from First Methodist Church. We were sitting at the window, about five people at my table, when a woman looked out the window and said, That's my church. And I said, We are the church. She said, what? And I said, we're the church. And she said, I'm not the church. That's the church. (laughs) Well, she probably wasn't the church. But those of us who belong to God are the church. And what he did is this. He devised a way for us to belong to him. We couldn't do it by our fleshly nature. So he simply caused us to be born again, putting his spirit inside us. And he told this wonderful miracle to the prophet Ezekiel. The people of the Old Testament, they couldn't do the law of Moses. Peter said in Acts chapter 15, You know we couldn't do the law, but by faith we can be saved. Faith in God. Faith in his work. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came to earth in the form of a human and died for our sins to pay for our sins with his own blood. I never quite understand the Jews because those who don't believe in Jesus, in the Old Testament they had the law of Moses where when they sinned, they went to the temple and paid for their sin with the blood of animals, with their offering. How do they pay for it today? If they don't offer a bull or a goat, as they did in the Old Testament, and they don't believe in the blood of Jesus, how do they pay for their sin? In Hebrews, it says that without shedding of blood, there is no payment for your sin. It is by blood they paid for their sin in the Old Testament. But it wasn't perfect. And they had to go and sacrifice over and over and over a bull, a goat, sometimes a pigeon, a dove. And they had a complete law set out in Leviticus for them, telling them how to pay for their sin. And they did that. They would go to the priest, and they would shed the blood of the animal. 
but they couldn't keep up with all those laws. So God set a new covenant where he just put his laws into our heart and mind. And he told Ezekiel the prophet about this, this new covenant that was coming. And the old covenant would be done away with. God said in Ezekiel 36, starting at verse 23, And I will sanctify my great name, which was profaned, made secular among the heathen. The world thinks God won't do this, God won't do that, God will do this, God will do that. And they think from their own heart, their own desires. God was going to change that. He was going to give them a new heart where they could really know him. Profaned means made secular. They thought according to their own heart And therefore, they profaned the name of God, saying what he would do and wouldn't do because it was in their own thinking. God was going to change this. I will sanctify my great name, which was profaned among the heathen, which ye have profaned in the midst of them. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, saith the Lord God, when I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes. They knew us before we were born again. They knew us after we were born again, and they're shocked. They know we're different. What happened to that person? She's not like she was. After I was born again, I was talking with my Church of Christ cousin, and I was so on fire for God, and still am. And I just spoke continually about God. And she listened, and then she said to me, Well, I believe you are a Christian. I just don't know how you can be. Because, see, she thought you had to go learn the ways of God, and then by your own will, you made a commitment to God. And by your own will, you were a Christian. She didn't understand that it's by the will of God that we become Christians because it's his will, not our will. He just changes us. I know a woman who was a drunk, and she tried many times to stop drinking, and she couldn't. And one day, something happened to her. She went home and told her husband, something happened to me. I know I'm going to quit drinking. He'd seen that before and heard that before. Yeah, right. But this time it was different. Because God was in the picture. He revealed himself to her. See, nothing's too hard for God. You could be a drunk and be saved while you were at the bar. 
if that's God's will for you. I was acquainted with a woman who was very, very intelligent, but she was crazy. She was just absolutely crazy. I didn't know her at the time this happened, but she took a radio and threw it through the plate glass door of the principal's office when she was working at a public school in East Texas. She was unruly and crazy. She had to have some form of medical operation, and she was a, I think she was a school nurse. The night before the operation, a nurse appeared and said, Now, Peggy, starting tomorrow, you're going to be totally different. After this operation, you're not going to be at all the same. You'll be different. She had a medical background, and she said, yes, I know I will. She said, no, I I mean, you're going to be completely different, completely changed. They did the operation. The next day, her homosexual friends came to visit her. She couldn't stand having them in the room. She wanted to go to church. She wanted to read the Bible. She wanted to be with the people of God. She was completely different. After she recovered physically from the operation, she went back to that hospital to find that nurse. There was no such person who had ever worked at that hospital. I would assume an angel of the Lord preached the gospel to this woman. And she was born again and made whole. She was no longer crazy. That's what God does for us in the New Testament church. In my case, he spoke to me and said, Joan, you know those mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes. Those were sins. I was shocked. I said, sins? I thought they were mistakes. By the Holy Spirit, he revealed what I had been doing, the way I had been living in the past, was sin. And he instantly changed me, causing me to be born again by his Spirit. Now, let's look at what he says in Ezekiel 36 and Hebrews 8. And I will sanctify my great name, which was profaned among the heathen, which ye have profaned in the midst of them. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, saith the Lord God, when I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes. For I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all countries and will bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols. 
I will cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. The Holy Spirit of God dwells in us. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. The world doesn't have the spirit of truth. They have their own thinking. But we have the spirit of truth. So we know truth. We can follow God because we know when something's wrong. We're troubled when something's wrong. That's the Spirit of God showing us something's wrong about this. And sometimes he'll show us exactly what's wrong. In Hebrews chapter 8, God describes the new covenant. The new covenant, Hebrews 8, verse 10, God says, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God and they shall be to me a people. Second Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And Jesus says in John chapter 3, you must be born again. And we're born again, not by our own will or the will of another human, but because it is the will of God for us to be born again. So God speaks to us, we hear him, and we follow him and are changed. And then we read the Bible, and we see another concept that is of God and we take that in and change our life by that by the word all things are created by the word so we know truth because the spirit of truth lives in us thank you for allowing me to share with you today.